Hello, everybody. This is your host of the Dusty Bender Podcast, Chance Watson, with our other host, Taylor Wells, coming fresh off of IR. Wellsy, how's that noggin of yours feeling? Uh, it's a little cloudy. Doc says I can't skate for at least another couple hours, but I'm here. Tape it up, uh-huh. tape the ankles, throw an ice pack <laughs> on it, and call it good. So we're here. Get your uh, get yourself a salt tablet. Yeah. Skate it off. Get, yeah, get a little smelling salts in me. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely okay. Yeah, I'm feeling good. In, until the next wine-involved injury. Yeah, until the Christmas injury comes up. <laughs> <laughs> then, it's, then it's all fuckered. Then back on the DL. It's bound to happen. It's it's not a question. It's like Paul Stasny. Is he going to get hurt again? Yeah. Probably. probably. Well, guy's basically a stick figure, so. <laughs> <laughs> and at 32 help. years old in the NHL, it's probably not the smart. He's an old stick figure. He's a stick <laughs> figure drawn like 38 years ago or whatever. It's a saggy stick figure. Yeah, gross. Anyway, so um, starting with some uh, some housekeeping stuff here. Uh, we, we we really appreciate you guys liking us on Facebook. Um, even better, you guys should share our posts so we can get the word out there about us. Uh, we're having lots of fun doing this. Uh, we appreciate you guys liking us, uh, leaving comments, liking all the things that we've got on Facebook. We're in the process of making a Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're slowly, uh, apparently we're old and don't uh, completely grasp those uh, forms of social media, but we'll, we'll get around to it. And uh, But at the, at the moment, we're, both, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're having fun with that, updating the Facebook and uh, keeping, keeping things going with that. I haven't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've been having some fun uh, updating the Facebook and uh, and keeping that uh, keeping that interesting. Where uh, other formats are obviously on Spotify. We post the link in that with the with the post, and we're fuck. We're working on iTunes right now, but uh, they're they're really giving it to us hard. Uh, I don't know if it's that we say fuck too many times, or mm-hmm. we're just not. We're just not on Apple computers. Well, didn't we get or... Apple shit? So maybe whoever's yeah, oh, listening fuck. to the podcast is like, well, fuck them. <laughs> Steve Steve Jobs coming back from the grave. You know he's got an AI somewhere still talking to people. Oh, if you think that he's dead. Like, he is, he is definitely saved in a computer somewhere. What's that? There, there's a movie on that. There's a few movies on we'll that. We'll get to that later. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. it's... Uh... Captain Jack Sparrow in that one movie. Oh yeah, with Johnny Depp mm-hmm. and the fucking yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I, I don't anyway. know what it's called. It anyway, though. all right. Um, uh, speaking of train wrecks at the box office, uh, the city of Seattle. Uh, <laughs> why, why is that? Why is that the segue? <laughs> That's uh, uh, you gotta you got see you gotta work with these segues here. Yeah, that's, my that's segues true. are obviously bad because <laughs> not the route I would have gone. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. what, what did you like? Would, what did you like? Sleepless in Seattle? Did you like that movie? Mm, no. There you go. See, <laughs> ne- give me, give me, give me three movies box office hits that were made in Seattle. And you already shot down Sleepless in Seattle, so you can't use that one. Um, Grey's Anatomy. Okay, that's a TV show, but I'll give you that one. I, I think so, hmm. perhaps. 
No, I got nothing. All right, the sheep. There you go. I don't watch Seattle can't. Seattle can't. Yeah, I think even Spokane's got more fucking movies filmed in it. That's probably that's probably not true. Somebody could probably easily Google that and prove me wrong. But I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stick. I'm, I'm gonna stick gonna with that. that. Yeah. Anyway, so um, moving on back to Seattle over there. A uh, little bit of news has been trickling out uh, since the decision to officially give them a hockey team. Man, uh, woohoo! That's exactly right. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, at first the big uh, the big debate is talking about what the team name is going to be. We kind of hit on that in the last episode. Uh, I heard some nice ideas from a few other of our fellow listeners. Uh, I, lo- I did like Wellesley, I didn't tell you about this one, the Seattle Sapiens. Oh, no. Because we cause we said the Seattle logger people. Mm. So just, just generic, the Seattle human. Going back to the Stone Age. Something like that, yeah. Taking it all the like way it. back. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. But uh, no, it, it, uh, I, I've heard on several different podcasts and whatnot, people, everybody outside of Seattle loves the Kraken. Yeah. But everybody in Seattle wants... The sock guys. The sock guys. Weenie ass sock guys. <laughs> Fuck. Like they, you know, sock guys can't even avoid nets. Like, well, maybe that's a good thing. Actually, we're talking hockey. You want them to know where the net is. You put the puck in the net. That's what you do. Huh. Okay. Now I'm on board. Go. Go straight to the net. Ah, oh, but then you piss off Peta with that. You're going to piss off somebody. It doesn't matter. (laughs) The Seattle Rocks. Oh, can't do that one. Yeah, I I saw somewhere that one of the odds said the Seattle Emeralds was the top one, and I'm sorry, but that sucks. Dude, I like that one. You like the Seattle Emeralds? Uh You see their big old emerald on the top of the design for the rink? I look good. I didn't see that. Yeah, I look good. All right. I mean, they're they're gonna have a tough time because you can't like I don't know what they're gonna do color wise. Like their color scheme is gonna have to probably be close to like Vancouver, but you can't be the exact same color as your what's gonna be your biggest rival. So I was gonna save that question for you. Do you think they're gonna stick with like the Seattle theme? Like, do you think they'll be in the same ballpark as the Mariners and the Seahawks? Or do you think they're going to go with something completely unique? Because the mock-ups that I've seen are red. That's weird. That's like, for the Sock they're, guys? They're, for any of them. For any well, of them. Well, so, if, like, even the official ones for, like, the, the arena mock-ups, I'm seeing red. and But not like not like Red Wings or Carolina red. I'm talking, like, more of, like, maybe... Maybe in the ballpark of maroon, but not purple, like closer to red. Mm. That's that to me seems like a sock eyes thing. Although they'd be more pink, I think. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. it's it's nice for cities to do that, but I don't think they need to. Don't think they need to. No, I mean, I like it. I wish they were able to. Like, I wish the Canucks were still, you know, they're black, red, and yellow. Yeah, to where yeah, yeah. Seattle could just come in and I mean you know, go neon green for their jerseys sometimes, like the the Seahawks highlighters ones. But, um, yeah, I I would like to see them do that, but then they'd have to be pretty green, and then are you, you're defeating the purpose anyways, you know, because you don't want them to look exactly like the Canucks unless you want to force the Canucks to figure something else out. But 
Yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't hate the emeralds though. I think you know they're just gonna have to sell it, man. Like yeah. I just it it just sounds so generic to me. Like it's a rock. Like I just I don't yeah. I don't know, man. Mm. I mean, they, they would have to leaf, sell it to me. You know, maple leaf. That's nothing yeah. special. It's nothing fun. Yeah, but that's an that's an original sixteen. Like those teams get a pass for having weird names. Like, yeah, but original thirty second team. Come on, you know. <laughs> we could be they get a pass? Here. Yeah, they could get a pass. Uh, I don't like the Kraken, though. I'm with you on that. I think that one's yeah. terrible. That's like, that's like what a fucking six-year-old creates for a make-a-team-on-NHL-13 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. It's just too, don't do it's that. too kitty. It's too cheesy. It just doesn't seem... The Kraken. Know, you need something... Release the Kraken. That was my best Liam Neeson act, mm-hmm. uh, impression. That's really good. Thanks, I appreciate <laughs> it. I, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Taken like four or five many, times. So how many Takens are there now? There's like goddamn three Takens. He's really bad at his job. Or is he really good at it? Because they keep fucking making him. That's true. That's true. Jeez. He's just. But yeah, but his family keeps getting like so. Either he's really bad at his job, or or his family is just horrendously like clumsy like they just walk out into the middle of the street and they're like in a bad neighborhood and they're like no nothing bad's gonna happen to me here they just (laughs) oh look at this sketchy gentleman i wonder where he wants to take me like guys come on or he just he needs to hire some more liam neesons there's just not enough of them (laughs) each family member should probably have a liam neeson that just falls around (laughs) Like where's cloning his, at? Are we able to get there? Yet? Uh, <laughs> his da- his his daughter would be that one kid that gets in when the when the when the when the guy with the white panel van's like, I've got some candy. I got candy. You want a piece of candy? Yeah. Well, I she, mean, the way that she, she dressed in that first movie, she probably takes candy from strangers too. Okay. So in that first movie, I want to I want to ruin this for everyone who watches who listens to this. Watch that movie again. The daughter runs everywhere she never walks at any point in the movie Re- i swear to god and now I, now i understand it's it's not enough to like it's just uh, it's it's annoying like when every every scene she's running and embracing some like she's just so excited or or i mean or she's fleeing a kidnapper she's supposed but, to be like 16 though that's what yeah, every but, 16 year old looks like or something you think every 16 year old girl just flocks everywhere they go yeah and skips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised she wasn't skipping in every scene. She should have been. She, she was in a couple of them. <laughs> don't, don't try to capture me. I'm skipping. <laughs> then they're good. I need to rewatch it. I bet they're. Sh- I bet she's skipping the whole time. You're just making shit she up is. now. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. god! Let's talk about some is, hockey. Fuck is sake. this a hockey podcast? <laughs> no. Fuck. All right. At this point. <laughs> So we're uh, transitioning to a Liam Neeson podcast. Liam. We're just going to talk about Liam fan Neeson's club. career. Liam Neeson fan club. <laughs> or like, you know, I liked him. I liked him in Star Wars. What's the one I just watched? It's like a bunch of different stories. Anyways, never mind hockey. Oh, okay. Talk right, some hockey. Talk about Liam Neeson. I wasn't going to remember the name of the movie. I'm terrible about it anyway. So. Okay. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we're talking about Seattle still. Uh, let's talk about expansion. Uh. They they did also release. Uh, where whatever this team's gonna be called, I think I think for the interim until they pick a name, I'm just gonna make something up. So, um, 
the Seattle Heroin Needles, mm. they will be be put in the Pacific Division. Yep. And because of that, your your favorite Phoenix Coyotes, sorry, Arizona Coyotes, yeah, come on, will be sent will be sent to the Central Division. Wells, how do you feel about that? I don't hate it as much as like a lot of people are talking schmeckle about it. Um. I sent you some numbers the other day. I don't know where they're at now since I've been injured for so long. I've just been riding stationary bikes. Right. Um, but, I mean, they had a winning record against the Central this year. And, you know, two at the time, for sure, they had two of those wins were against the Preds. So, you know, see, they're going to be good that- here. If not by the end of this year, you know, they uh, Ranta being hurt sucks. That sucks ass, yeah, but that doesn't. You know help. they they're gonna put up a fight. I mean, if the Blues keep taking a fat dumpy in their diapies, then you know there's a good chance the Coyotes can just swing right in there and they'd be good. But uh, that's true. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, it sucks because that's gonna be the division uh, the way that it's built. They're just gonna have the most travel, and that kind of sucks. The central the central but. isn't as strong as people like to th- it's it's strong because it's got the top teams in the west in it right. but like this division as a whole i wouldn't say i mean it has the worst teams in the west in it like chicago yeah and the blues la dude don't forget about la but la's in the pacific oh no yeah yeah, yeah. it's in the pacific yeah but but we're cuz i was talking the about three, the central right what's that they got two of the three worst I'm with yeah, you. they've got two of the three worst. So they're, I mean, they're not, you know, it's, it, the division isn't solid from end to end. Now, right. am I, now that's not me saying that the Pacific is, the Central is definitely stronger of the two for sure. Right. But it's not, you can't just walk in and say like, oh, the Central's strong from top to bottom because it's not. Like they've got, you know, Minnesota's playing, God, Minnesota's Jackal and Hyde. You know, they could right. show up one night and be, they could show like they're, you know, they could compete with some of the best teams in the NHL, and then the next night, you know, they shouldn't even be skating. Yeah. It's it's rough. So. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I – I, you mentioned earlier, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second, Well, but uh, you mentioned uh, somebody put up a, a realignment of their own. But mm-hmm. uh, my take on this is there does need to be a different realignment. I don't – I haven't looked into it deep enough to know if they're going to keep the wild card uh, playoff format, but in my opinion, they need to get rid of that because I was a huge fan of the old style when it was 30 teams and it was first seed played eighth seed, second played seventh, and so on and so forth. Now, I get the NHL is trying to fucking do this because they want to increase division rivalries. That's fine, kind of. I, I mean... Does it really increase division rivalries? Probably not. Uh, what's, uh, you know, uh, you play a team four or five times versus twice a year. Yeah, you might get under somebody's skin. But I just don't think it's, it's not going to be enough for them to bring back uh, NBC rivalry night, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy them playing their, what the NHL thinks is their rival multiple times yeah. a year but you can still set it up with that with, with the two division format i mean you can still set it up with east and west you know right you just you, you know they just, just need to get rid of that rivalries. wild card yeah i just i don't like that wild card it screams a too much of football and b it's i understand 
it was created because it was a temporary necessity. When you've got an odd number of teams, you have to create some sort of system where it's at least semi-fair. But when you have a wild card position, it kind of takes away from that whole division thing that they're trying to build. Right. Like with the wild card, you could technically have a team win a division that isn't in that division because they got a wild card spot. Does that make any sense? Mm. Yeah, I didn't follow you as much on that last part, but I'm, so, I agree because I, I think, you know. So say you've got, you say all of the Central Division teams, so the Central and the Pacific each get three teams, and then say the Central Division Central Division teams take both the wild card spots. They could end up playing a team from the Pacific Division in the playoffs in that whole little cluster and win the Pacific Division. Win out on the Pacific Division side. That's what you're saying. Correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there is no truly like what are they going to put? You know, the Nashville Predators if they get roped into that and they end up beating L.A. in that Pacific Division final, are they going to do they raise a banner that says Pacific Division champions? Mm, No. Well, okay. Nashville's a bad Nashville's a bad example. They raise a banner for everything. Right. But you know, <laughs> Austin Watson. Um, oh, uh, too soon. Okay, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I I get that, but I think what they're trying to do with the wild card, and I know that's what they're trying to do, is you don't want some shitty ass fourth team in the Pacific Division. You don't want Vancouver finally sneaking in all of a sudden out of nowhere because they take four teams from yeah. each division. You know, so yeah. I know why they do it, but. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd rather see, you know, what we do in fantasy, right? Where everybody's against everybody because I want the top eight teams on each side. I don't I don't give a shit. If the Pacific Division's shitty, you know, figure it the fuck out, Pacific Division. Or, you know, like California teams. If the California teams are shitty, figure it the fuck out because you're not making any money, you know, figure it out. You know, we're okay. in the age of data analytics and we're in the age of you know, everybody's equal and, 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 you know, you, you don't want to be in the cellar that long. So figure it the fuck out. So I, I wouldn't mind, especially with 32 teams, I wouldn't mind seeing just the top eight go from the East and West, man, go old school. Yep. Go old school no, on that a- shit. But, um, yeah, I wanted to bring up though, while we're kind of on that, uh, we kind of skipped over the actual expansion draft. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. while we're on that, I want to give a quick shout out to Emily Kaplan. Um, she wrote a column about it in God, was this January? This was really January, almost a year ago now. With kind well, of, can her... you share that article on our Facebook page? I tried to the other day, and I don't know what's going on, dude. Do you know how to operate like I know how technology? to get to ESPN fan tracks? Don't get me started on that. Fantasy sports mess. Well, Taylor's just learning how to record on a VCR right now, so. Hell yeah. I'll, sh- I'll fucking fax it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll fax this one. I gotta, you guys, I have to, to, to get Wellesy to know that he, we're gonna meet up for the podcast, I have to, I have to send him a page. Beep, beep, beep. God, yeah, fucking he can- chance again. <laughs> All right. Carries around a little pager. I just sent him eight zero zero eight five. Eight hundred eighty five. That's no, it's boobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! 
All right, can I talk about my call or my my page that yeah, I yeah go for read it? Sorry, Emily Kaplan. Emily Kaplan. Go Emily ahead. Kaplan. Shout out to this lady. She's getting it right now. So here's I'm just going to go through the divisions real quick that she set up. So what is technically the Pacific? She calls it the Smythe Division. Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim, Vegas. So that's not going to change, right? No. As soon as Seattle comes in, that's not going to change. So that's that's a good one. I like that. The Norris Division, also known as the Central. So this one's this one's a little bit. uh, We'll stop after this one. This one's pretty interesting. Uh, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, Winnipeg. So those are all the same. But then mm. she puts in, for the eighth team, she puts in Detroit in there. Oh, moving Detroit back to the West. So huh? you move Detroit back to the West. You kind of build that Chicago-Detroit back right. up a little bit. Uh, you know, you there could even have Detroit-St. Louis. Um, only problem with that, I mean, an Arizona to Winnipeg flight, that's pretty hefty, but they're going to have to do it anyways in the way it's set up. So, right. And even Arizona to Detroit, that's pretty hefty, but... Yep. Um, I, I don't hate that. I like that. The only issue with that that I have is Nashville. So, I mean, Nashville, they can get a little gritty with some of those teams. And I, I mean, you know, I kind of did like... Did you say Colorado? Did you say Colorado's in that central too? Yeah. That Norris division? Yeah, the Norris. Ooh. Then that would, re- re- that might be able to revive the, uh, Chicago and Colorado. Yep. Rivalry. I think you would see... I think with where both teams are at, I think you would see mm-hmm. a Coyotes and Colorado rivalry here in the next two, three years. I can see that. Um, kind of puts into a Dallas-Seattle or Dallas-St. Louis rivalry, kind of adds into that. I, I mean, I like it. I like this setup. I wish, you know, Detroit, um, and, and her reasoning for moving Nashville out of there is is actually pretty smart, um, yeah. and I'll get to that in a second. So. Huge shout-out to Emily here. She's killing it at this point. The Adams Division. So this is what I think is the current Atlantic. I think it's what she has it. Uh, yes, right. it is. So the only thing I don't like about this one before I start naming them off, three Canadian teams. So, hmm. I mean, you're kind of limiting that, well, Canadian team hasn't won since whenever the fuck they have won. I don't even care. But, you know, they're, they're kind of limiting that. But if you were to go to that 18 division setup with that, it's not a big deal, right? Right. Um, okay, so Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, it's yep. a three. Buffalo, Boston, Islanders, Rangers, Devils. See, and that GR- geographically makes sense to me. They're so close, all of those teams. I mean, that you could fucking never drive that. I've never understood why currently the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers are in the same division as Toronto and Detroit yep. and Boston. Yeah, doesn't like, make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, keep going. And they just had, they had this opportunity to realign, and they just fucked it up. Yep. Anyways, yeah. So I mean, so far, I mean, the way that she's putting this up, this is this is money. And maybe it was the team of ESPN analysts. I don't know, but this is this is pretty solid so far so then the last one would be the patrick division so this is where nashville got put okay so you would have nashville carolina mm-hmm. you would have columbus and pittsburgh so they'd still have their little rivalry you would have the Pitt and philly rivalry that's good okay. Pitt and washington games still be fucking nuts yeah Car- uh, i said carolina 
Uh, and then you got the Tampa and you got the Florida. Wow. I like that a lot. So I, mean, I like that a lot. Geographically, that makes the most sense. I mean, the what she's saying is Nashville and Carolina are like the closest teams to Tampa Bay and Florida. So why not put them both in that division? You know, if people are going to have to travel yeah. all the way to Tampa and because uh, those teams are solid now. I, it's, yeah. So like if this was if this was if this was back in the day, I would totally be against that because do you, do you remember when it was the four divisions? And it was the Southeast Division, and Washington would just run table every year yeah. because the, it was Washington, Carolina, Atlanta, Florida, and Tampa. And this was back when Tampa wasn't good. Um, Washington would just run table every year. Everybody would think Washington's the greatest team in the fucking league because they would just blow away with their division and then get killed by Crosby in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah, and, you know, and all these teams, I mean— this division would be stacked, though, I think. Yeah, I think so, this too. Last, this, I mean, the worst team in this division would be Florida, and Florida's really shouldn't be as bad as they are this year. I mean, they're the Blues no. of the East. They've just got inconsistent goaltending, I think. Goalies I think are huge, go. dude. I didn't just... If Columbus lets Bob walk, they're fucking dumb. They're going to have to. He doesn't want to stay. I know he doesn't want to stay, but, you know... They're going to have to get rid of him <laughs> and Panarin. Like, I, I think there is... Because this is the year that there's a few teams that are trying to that like this deadline. There's going to be some sellers. Yeah, yeah. That's like, true. and that's different. There's different from a lot of years because in the years past, there even the last place teams were still like, you know, they weren't terrible. They were just like you know batting five hundred. And back you know two three years ago, batting five hundred was a last place team. This year, you know, uh, Detroit, Pittsburgh. Uh, who else is in that area? Like, bet, if you're playing 500 hockey right now, give or take, you know, some overtime losses, you're still a bubble team. Yeah. You know, but, but because of that, any team that's operating at below 500, you're, I mean, LA can be a seller. You've got St. Louis is definitely going to be a seller. Chicago Definitely going to be a seller. I've heard rumors that uh, Duncan Keith and Seabrook are on the sho- on the chopping block. Um, uh, you've got in the in the East. You know, Ottawa obviously is a fucking yard sale. Um, Deshane dude, is trying to know. skate it. I don't like think so. Ottawa right now, dude. Oh no! Uh, oh, don't get me wrong. I think they're playing way above expectations. But do you think DeShane's really going to resign there? No, I think you're right. And, oh, Stone's on a one-year, too, huh? And Stone's not going to fucking stay Yeah, there. he's not. There's they no might as well way. get something for those guys. You're right. If any, if anything, they should package him up in a deal and get something real fucking good. That's a couple first-round picks, honestly. Or a, or a first and a, and a high second. DeShane, I mean, they are underappreciated. So, DeShane takes a little while to get going. Because it, you know, that whole first year with the Senators was just a dumpster fire. But he's essentially leading the team now, and Mark Stone is always that consistent. I mean, for lack of a better term, he's the rock of the team that can always be counted on to put up like a point per game. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're both over a point per game right now. I was about to Something look it like up. That. Yeah, I've got, I've got them both in fantasy, so I, I track them pretty close. Yeah, um, and not about uh, what about Kachuk? He's playing great. Kid's sick. I, I mean, looking at his stats and stuff, I guess I didn't watch him much in college, but I didn't think he was going to be anything close to what he's playing at right now. I mean, you know, that's why I'm not a fucking scout, I guess. But 
uh, <laughs> he's yeah, he's good. He's a good player. I don't, I don't. There's a lot of people who you know, looking at some deep analytics, are saying that he's he should be the front runner for the Calder, which that's a whole that's a whole mess of a conversation. Um, and I don't disagree that he's definitely right there with Pedersen, but Pedersen's a fucking stud. Um, yeah, that's yeah, going to be tough. Brady Kachuk. Is this Brady Kachuk? Oh. oh, that's Duchesne, I think. There, I'm just on Ottawa's site now, so I'm trying to figure out who the fuck's leading their shit. Um, okay, I'm popping on the stats, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, with you. I think, yeah, you can if you can move those two if you're Ottawa, um, you know, good for you, but... Fuck yeah, both marks don't. So Tom Shabbat, that's an absolute fucking story right there too. Um, mm-hmm. Duchesne, thirty-four points, twenty-nine games. Mark Stone, thirty-six points in thirty-three games. Fuck, he's killing. Um, it. they're Ryan killing. Zingle, twenty-four and thirty-one. That's pretty fucking good. And they're doing the smart thing. Like, see, and that's why I get upset when they traded Carlson at the time that they did. Because they should have sat on him at the trade deadline. If they would have waited until the trade deadline, they would have been able to get a decent return from a... There'd be a cup-contending team right now that'd be like, oh my god, we have actually got a fucking... Like, the Lightning. uh, Like, uh, fucking uh, Nashville. Winnipeg. some, uh, Or even, uh, what's a team that needs a defenseman badly? Uh, Pittsburgh, you know, to even stay in it a little bit. Um, They could have gotten to the trade deadline... And said, "All right, you know, you guys, you guys could make a run for the cup right now, but you could probably use a really good scoring defenseman to shore up your power play, and then they could have gotten a fucking steal for Carlson. What'd they get for Carlson? They got fucking Tierney, which, who, by the way, I will give credit, he is playing well. Yeah, he's not doing too bad. He's not doing too bad. I, I, I won't say that that's bad, but." I'm saying like you could have, you could have made a fucking steal at the deadline. Like right now." Toronto, look at Toronto. They are literally going all in at the moment. I've heard, uh, I read a rumor that they're looking to pick up um, Pratangelo mm-hmm. from St. Louis. Like they're, they are literally going all in at the moment because they know after this year, they're going to have to pay Matthews buku bucks. They're going to have to pay uh, Marner buku bucks. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to afford the team. So they're going all in right now to try to break that fucking. I mean, uh, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean it's now or it's honestly now or never. Yeah, like obviously they're going to be solid for the next you know, five, five, six years. Yeah, but but this is the like with with Matthews on a rookie con with that you know that starting rookie contract, uh, they are getting him for a fucking steal. Yeah, and because of that, they can pick up a supporting cast, a rental supporting cast, mind you, and make a run. Yeah, I mean this is this is their time before they have to pay everybody. Yeah, yeah, I don't, it's, it's I don't disagree it. with that at all. Um, yeah, the Carlson trade that was the Sharks fucking robbed them blind, in my oh, opinion. But um, yeah, I it's I think the relationship was just shot, and Carlson said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get out of here while I can." He wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get out of there. But he didn't know that they were actually going to be okay and that Thomas Shabbat is actually a fucking great villain. You know, so I don't – I know the Senators – the Senators kind of knew they had something in that kid. Uh, but I don't think anybody else had bought in as much. Pierre Maguire might have talked to his mom one time, but that's just because Pierre, Pierre knows everything. Did you see that fucking video of him interviewing Taze after the game with Pittsburgh? No. 
Dude, I, I, Taze, Taze should, should should press charges on that fucking guy. You need to fucking Google it right now. Look at look oh, up God, Pierre Maguire interview with Taze. He just like I mean, I, I would I would file a fucking uh, I, um, protective custody thing. Like he needs he needs uh, stay within a hundred feet of Jonathan Taze. Because Did Pierre watch him sleep or something. Dude, it's you need to watch this interview. It's so bad. Like he is so in his personal space. He knows the size it's, of his nugs. Something like that. Jesus Christ. And Ugh. not to mention, I swear to God, if Pierre was if Pierre was, you know, oh he's on the bench with Pierre Maguire. He, you could Doc could send it down to Pierre, like, oh hey Pierre, um what are you hearing on the bench in this in this Red Wings Winnipeg game. Well, Doc, Sidney Crosby's backhand is just outstanding. Uh, I I absolutely love the guy. He's he is absolutely uh, 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 Pierre Pierre Sidney's not playing tonight or or in even this game. You know, Crosby's just a hell of a player. He is he is an absolute grinder. You know what what it really really comes down to. I just always know Pierre. <laughs> Pierre just always talks about who he talked to at like a fucking learn to skate in Manitoba or something. That's what he always he always goes back to like Oh, I was talking to his cousin twice removed last week at a uh magic show. <laughs> like Yeah, some some Pierre, bullshit. You're bullshit for one. Oh wait, so if you Google search Pierre Maguire right now, and this is good for the listeners too, Google search Pierre Maguire. The top stories that come up on him. Pierre Maguire delivers another all-time awkward interview with Jonathan Taze. Like, you can look at Jonathan Taze's face in this. I, it's Here, Wes, you want me to look at his it? face. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Uh, it's so not bad. to cut you off or anything, but I definitely just made Go my first it. post on this on this Facebook. So, Oh, did yeah, you? What I'm, is it? I'm coming around a little bit. You're learning how to make a Facebook post. Huh? Yeah. Um, all right, let's get back to some shit here. What do you think? Yeah. Let's, I think that's good. Let's, we've been kind of bouncing around a little bit, but let's get back to the actual expansion process of... Oh, fuck, all right. Drafting a team when Seattle comes through, maybe potential coaches, if you're feeling real ballsy about it. Um, it's Coach Q. Yeah, let's, let's talk. I know you were telling me earlier there's some rumors about the expansion draft with some of the GMs, some of the owners and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. What you got for me? So rumor has it that all the GMs are going to play their cards pretty close to the chest. Uh, the Vegas GM, he basically, I mean, it's no secret that he, he fleeced a lot of these GMs in the last expansion draft. Like um, what was one? Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota gave... Vegas. Oh, was that a, was that a crack I hear? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, attaboy. That's a mud shark uh, vanilla caramel porter. But continue. Oh, wow. That's uh, what's what, what brewery is that from? Mud shark. Mud shark. Yeah. Uh, we could we could definitely use some sponsors. Yeah, I was gonna say mud shark. mud shark representatives are listening. All right. Yeah, if they're if they're listening, we could definitely use them. Um. Uh. Fuck. What was I talking about? Jesus Christ. Someone getting fleeced. Uh, Minnesota got right. pleased. Goddamn right. Um, they they got Alex. Minnesota gave Vegas picks to take Alex Tuck to protect their D. 
Yeah, but uh, think about that for a second. Like, Alex Tuck has, like, fucking 12 goals on the year right now and had a fantastic rookie season. Yeah. With Vegas. Like, uh, yeah, the guy is well. unreal. So Right. Like, they – and not to mention – well, obviously, Florida is the worst example. Like, they they paid – Marcheseau and Riley. <laughs> right. So, one of them, one of them was they, they gave them Riley to take Marcheseau or, or vice versa. Right. They, they, they essentially promised them one to, th- so they would take the other. And that's just fucking I, – I can't even understand the logic behind that. So essentially all the Vegas – the rumor is that the Vegas teams have le- – or the NHL teams have learned their lesson and they're going to be very hesitant with making deals with the new Seattle team to protect their players. Instead of, instead of making a deal to have them take a guy, they're just going to let the chips fall where they may and take their, take their 11th best player. Uh, fuck. I don't care if I'm Seattle. I don't give a shit. You know, I would have got half those guys anyways, or I would have pulled someone better. I mean, so, I mean, I'm obviously tightening it to the ducks who fucking knows who Vegas would have mm-hmm. took from their decor. And it yep. probably, you know, it probably wouldn't have been Shea Theodore, who was playing pretty good for them. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they could have pulled someone. It, it, all Vegas would have done is just changed their plan around, right? They would have just right. changed their plan around, okay, I'm not taking Braden McNabb at this point because I'm getting, you know, fucking Jacob Larson from from the Ducks. I don't, You know, I don't know. I don't know what it would have been. I mean, right. the entire format itself, I think, is a little bit rigged. But coming from a person who, I mean, Seattle is going to, that's this is for a whole different podcast, but I don't know what my favorite team is going to be anymore. But, uh, yeah. you know, actually, I mean, it'll still, it'll still be the Ducks. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be right there with all the Seattle fans, obviously. But, you I know, mean, we'll, I've we'll said figure it. something out there. But that's the thing is, is you know, Vegas would have just, readjusted the way that they were pulling people from these teams. I mean, William Carlson, Wild Bill, he was, he, he just wasn't getting the time in Columbus and the ducks, you know, had too many centers when they got rid of him, dude had so much potential. Right. So, I mean, you know, if they're smart about it, it doesn't matter if teams, you know, obviously, you know, teams not giving up first round picks is definitely going to fucking help. But they're still going to get a fucking sweet team that they can put out and, you know, fight for a wild card spot. They won't be in I mean, it's never going to happen again. Vegas is. Oh, that was a miracle. That's a miracle season. But, you know, it does. That's not saying that no matter, you know, all these GM, I'm not going to fucking trade my picks. Get, get out. You know, there's not much you can do unless Mm -hmm. they start changing like which guys they can pick. Um, but I don't want to see him do that. You know, I don't want to so, fuck him. <laughs> a segue on that, in that same vein, like, it's it's very hard to predict, you know, who they're going to take on offense and defense. But what's easy to pit, what's easy to predict is their goaltender situation. So, yeah. in your thoughts right now, what team in the league has the best goalie tandem that's probably going to get picked from? Mm, that's pretty... Like, what what's a team right now where... The starting gig is kind of up in the air in a good way, not in a bad way. Like not in not in like a New York Islanders way where they're just trying to find out who sucks less. Um, I think the team that really needs to worry about it or um, make a move before the expansion draft is is actually going to be the Coyotes. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think 
you know, anti Ranta, I'm not, I'd have to check on his contract, but you know, he might be needing a new contract or he might be fucking hurt for the next two years. Like mm-hmm. he just can't stay healthy. A guy can't seem to figure it out. So if Seattle wants to take a chance on that guy or the Coyotes say, Hey, you know, he's still our, he's still our number one. Then they go through there and they take Aiden Hill, which I mean, I think, I think the Coyotes are smart enough where they'll protect Aiden Hill, but um, I think Aiden's a good backup, but remember this expansion rules are the same as Vegas, so they can only protect one goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got Darcy Kemper there too, who I think with the right opportunity could be good. Um, that's a tough one. I mean, I really, I'd be curious to see what happens in Colorado. Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, if Philip Grubauer's there, who knows? Be curious to see what the Red Wings do. If they think Jimmy Howard can play for another six years. The rumor is they're trying to trade Jimmy Howard right now. I would, I would get rid of him. I, but I don't know if Bernier's, you know, the answer. No, oh. Oh, he's not. He's definitely not. Yeah. I think they're trying to... Jimmy Howard's playing well right now, but he's in his later years, so they're trying to get as much as they can for him at, at the moment. Yeah, just get some picks or something. No, uh, yes. Um, a D? No, I think you're missing... Yeah, fucking D. Yeah. Who am I missing? Definitely need D. Um, what's that? Who am I missing? Uh, you are missing the Nashville Predators. I think they're sweating it right now because they do not want to lose Soros. I think Rene... I don't know if he can hold on till the expansion draft. I can see them, even though he's been real good for them for uh, forever. I just, I don't see them keeping him in his old age. So you think they protect Saros instead of Rene? I think they protect Saros. I don't, I think Rene is coming to a twilight. It helps to have the, that's a very, that's a very flurry Murray esque situation where do you go with the tried and tested or do you go with the upcoming guy? That's a tough one because Sor- yeah. Soros has proven, you know, Rene's gone for Rene's gone down for long stretches, and Soros has proved that he can do it. Yeah. But Rene is, I don't want to say he's thirty six, dude. When he's yeah. he'll be what thirty eight by the time we're even talking about an expansion draft. No way. Christ, he might even be retired by then. Yeah, well, goalies retire. last goalies goalies have a bit of more shelf life than players, but. Yeah, that's true. Is he Marty Brodeur? No. I don't think he's no. playing towards 40. No, he's got that's he's got numbers. a year or two. He's got a year or two left in him. But fuck, how old's Roberto Luongo? <laughs> yeah, that is true. I don't know. I mean, goalies can play goalies can play into their early 40s and still kind of pull it off. Not as maybe not as a starting tendy by any means, but well, uh no, that's not true either because there's been a couple that have made runs. Uh I just, I, was t- I seeing him behind, like coming out from behind those, and maybe that is the reason that they keep him is because mm-hmm. they still have that core, that top four D that's, you know, arguably one of the best in the league. And mm-hmm. he can still kind of, they can kind of mask him into his old age from there. Um, oh, shit. Still got how a old is... oh shit. How old is Lundquist? He's probably, I would say, same age as Arena. If I had to, if I had to guess. I mean, if I was in a marketing standpoint, fuck, man, like, because there's no way that New York would protect Lundquist. But then he, the but then you draft. tank. He's 36 too. Yep. Okay. But then he's 36. I, yeah. so he'd be, you maybe, maybe, maybe if you're Vegas, like, 
or so Vegas, you know, obviously Flurry, you know, you pick him up for his skill, but Flurry's got name recognition. And if you're in New York coming into this Seattle draft, like obviously Lundquist is the past. Yeah. Like Seattle could pick him up and then an and then also pick up a a Soros or somebody, you know, somebody in that vein or a Hill from Phoenix. And I mean, that's your team. Like for a year or two, you just burn out whatever Lundquist can do and then step up with what you've got in reserves. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I don't hate that. Taking an older if you're the, guy if you're, as like a mentorship kind of thing. Right? I mean if you're if you're the New York Rangers, are you gonna are you really gonna waste your safeguard on Henrik Lundquist instead of your up and coming guy, whoever it may be? I think that's the same yeah, it's the same argument as Nashville, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Vegas does have I mean, Oscar Dansk came up a little bit last year, played pretty good. He's not bad. Um, they got Malcolm Subban back there too. So yeah, I, I don't hate that idea. Take an older guy as kind of a, you know, savvy vet and then take a kid who you think could be a future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hate that idea. I would, I wouldn't they, mind that idea. Or do you go with the, I take two of those guys, yeah, you know, Vegas, Vegas is just sitting back laughing because they're, they're uh, immune from the expansion draft. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone from that anyways. Not that they would I mean, give me. 11th best player or a second goalie? Uh, no, I wouldn't want Malcolm Subban. Um, and as for 11th best player, that would probably, I mean, they might expose Stasny, yeah. maybe Tuck. Uh, maybe a defenseman, probably a defenseman, most likely. And honestly, Vegas's defense is nothing to... It's about. more like defensive defenseman. It, it gets the job done, but right. it's not. It's not made of any any highlight real defenders. Like Nate Schmidt's probably their best defenseman, and he's, you know, he gets the job done. Yeah. He's not a bad defenseman, but he's not. He's not an Eric Carlson or a Drew Doughty or a PK Subban or a Roman Yossi. Yeah, they've played a hell of a lot better since he got back there, though. That's true. They really have. So because he didn't fucking God, he. They put something into his fucking Wheaties in a foreign country or something is what happened, I think. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That is unreal. And he didn't even fight it. Yeah, I would have fought that shit. Oh, I would have too. Well, maybe maybe it's one of those things you can't fight. Hmm. Like, it's one of those things where it's like an automatic suspension. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. I don't have I I don't have my Google machine pulled up so I would but I would look for it. I'm still trying to send you this fucking awkward video from Pierre Maguire. Okay, well let's uh, let's do a little bit of a transition. So I okay. think I, I think I want to go into some banging bodies news, some suspensions, some other shit we heard over the last two weeks that I've been injured for. We have missed a little bit since you've been on IR. So I'm just going to give it to you. I'm going to let you pick of the three, okay? Go for it. Whichever one you want to talk about first. So I've got yeah. the Reeves hit on Wilson. Okay. I've got the fight at practice. Ooh, that's a good one. And then I've got the Hyman suspension. Ready, set, go. So one of our friends would be probably happy if we talked about the fight at practice but uh i think i'll start with 
I think I'll start with Reeves on Wilson. Um, so we'll, we'll get it out of the way first. As a unbiased observer, I think the hit was as as defined by the NHL. Now, as a hockey fan, do I think that's just hockey? Yeah, um, I and it should go. But that being said, with the precedent that the NHL has set and with the rules that they have outlined, I think it's a bad hit because they've called they've called a lot worse mm-hmm. for a lot less for other people in the league. Yeah. Now, I've heard people make the point that, oh, yeah, you know, he didn't get in trouble because it was Tom Wilson. Yeah. And honestly, that's probably true. As sad as it to say. Because it and and I I 100% fucking agree. It should not be. It should be based upon, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter who the player is. But the NHL has made it very clear that they have a bias towards their skilled players getting hurt. And it sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. Like if 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 that was if Reeves put that hit on Crosby or Peterson, uh, then Reeves would be out for fucking fifteen games. Yeah, yeah. But because it was Wilson, not even a fucking. I mean, yeah, he got. I didn't he get in trouble for that game? Like he got a game misconduct. Yes. Yeah, and now. This is uh, I'm coming from this perspective of what the NHL has set already. Now, right. do I personally think that that was a problem? No, I, it's I mean, in my mind, but fuck, we could talk about um, Bertuzzi with the Red Wings giving that uppercut to uh, who was that Calvert? Oh yeah, oh shit, yeah, we that... missed a lot. God damn it, we did miss a lot. Uh, we, Bertuzzi gave that uppercut to Calvert in during the Red Wings Avalanche game, and uh, okay, yes. By textbook definition, yeah, he broke the rules, he deserves a suspension, blah, 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 blah. You go back, fuck, is it 20 years now when the Red Wings had that rivalry with the, the Avalanche? Yeah. It seems, yeah, it seems, seems like forever it. Now. Forever now. Um, You go back 20 years, fuck, people always swung from the, that's, it's fucking hockey. Like, Calvert wasn't hurt, he's fine. It's, people, it's. I love how non-hockey people watch that as, oh, it's, that's, uh, it's against the rules. Like, yeah, it's against the rules. But this is this shit has been going on. You always – you hold a guy's stick to keep him from behind the play. Anything – it's I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying this shit has been going on <laughs> forever. And it's been so – it's been going so long that it's a fucking in part of the game. Dude, like, stop. He sheds his glove to just throw a straight uppercut at the dude's it's face. Just, his buddies are holding him down. Larkin's fucking holding them. Uh, it's fucking. I, it's I, great. I mean, yes, you're gonna get suspended, dude. Like, you're don't be an idiot. But uh, I love yeah, it. okay, all right, all right, fair enough. I just I miss <laughs> I miss the old time because there was such a visceral reaction. Like, there were some people like, ah, oh, he should be suspended for the year for something like that. But no, not no. a year. I th- I think two games was short, but I don't think the year. I think it's uh, that think dude's so. got a hot head. I mean, he's he's like a, I mean he's. He's not as tall as I thought he was. Yeah, he's not a big body. Um, no, I'd love sure. to see him fight Marshan. I think that'd be fucking good. That would be. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, I think he should. He a... should have probably got a couple more games than two, in my opinion, because that's he's he knows what he's doing. I mean, his buddies have that guy have Calvert held down. He, you know, Calvert came back to get his stick because Bertuzzi fucking held it. 
Right. So, uh, I mean, that was Larkin. You know, he's just, Larkin. He's just trying to make an excuse to fucking throw a punch from the bench. Larkin. Larkin was holding the stick. Larkin was holding it. Uh, okay. Yeah, but, but Bertuzzi took advantage of the situation. Way, I mean, I I hope it sparks a rivalry. I wish. That's why I wish they were in the same division again, dude. Like. Yeah, going back to what you were saying uh, before. Going, going back to what Emily was saying, realigning that shit. That you know, you want to. I want to see that. I'd love yeah. to see. That happened, him maybe get thrown out of the game or, you know, him get a fucking two-minute penalty for it and Colorado gets pissed and someone fucking lights his world up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I want that you. kind of hockey, you know? But at the same time, yeah, you can't do that. Um, Reeves hit on Wilson. It was late. and But do I think it was a blindside? No. Um, I, I think Wilson, if you watch the video, you watch it slow-mo, Wilson looks up. So Wilson definitely sees Reeves coming and then turns his head like, oh, he's not going to hit me. Ryan Reeves? Ryan Reeves isn't going to fucking smack you in the face? Like, get the fuck out of here. So, I mean, I... I, I will admit that yeah. Wilson was definitely watching his pass. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Reeves probably should have, you know, going back to the Hyman thing, yeah. Segway, seg, Segway? Mm-hmm. Whatever you call it. Um... It's like that gay little scooter that people would drive around. Oh, dude, I had a buddy growing up whose dad, like, pretty much invented that for all I know as a young kid. I mean, I, I think if they, like, they came out now, I would probably be really interested, but I don't know. Yeah. I, they've replaced them because, remember, so Segways, like, they had the they had the handlebars. Now, you can just get them, like, you can just lean forward mm-hmm. on, like, a skateboard. Mm-hmm. We've seen the what big those ones with, like, the off-road wheels. People run around. I have what are those? What are those called? Is there know. a name for those? No, the f- destroyer. The destroyer. <laughs> I don't know something. But anyways, back to hockey. The... Yep, back to um, hockey. Sorry. I I think it's I think it's similar to Hyman's hit. It's late. It's a little high. Um, Hyman's hit was on Charlie McAvoy, right? So it's going yep. back to that. You know, you you're hitting a star. You're hitting a star a little late. The NHL doesn't yep. like that. Right, you're not hitting the guy that just got suspended and appealed it, and that's all it was. Is Tom Wilson appealed his fucking hit, which I don't think you should be able to do, in my opinion. But he appealed that, and the NHL didn't like it, and he got smacked. <laughs> and, and the NHL said, "Play on," you know. So, well, no. What happened? What happened was it went to a fucking neutral arbitrator, and the arbitrator always picks the like player. the middle ground, you know, yeah. of whatever it is. Yeah. No, I, I so, yeah, I don't know. I think very similar to the Hyman hit, in my opinion, you know, but it's Ryan Reeves. He's yeah. a big body. Hyman's a big, big body too, but um, yeah. yeah, I think Reeves probably should have got a game or two just for it being late, just for it being a little high. Um, but I, I mean, I, when I first watched it, I was like, wow, that is dirty. But then, and, and no, in watching the game a little bit, I was off and on watching it. Reeves and, and Tom Wilson were going at it all game. I mean, they were headhunting oh, yeah. each other. You know what I mean? There was that one where Wilson tried to hit him and then he fell. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, the refs during the game played that into their decision. And then the NHL played Tom Wilson appealing his hit early in the preseason in that decision. And oh, that yeah. just, they're not going to, they need to be consistent about it. Cuts. But, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, or you could just, put them on the same team and let them fight at practice mm-hmm. you know 
because yep. apparently that's hey, what they do in in the St. Louis area. <laughs> apparently, that's fired them up. Our uh, our mutual friend that likes the Blues has uh, brought up that they are they are undefeated since the fight at practice. <laughs> two and zero. <laughs> are they? I think they're two and zero, aren't they? They're two and zero. Hey, Jesus. you need you need every win that you can count count on if we're the St. Louis Blues right now. Okay. Yeah, they're they're like, making that's... a playoff push now. They're gonna they're gonna be like Nashville and raise a banner for that two game win streak at the moment. So. You know what? If they can, okay, I'll I'll tell you this now. Wait, how? Okay. Wait, before I say this, how far out are they? This is my this is my bold prediction. I know. I think oh, don't do it! This. Don't do it! Please don't do what I think you're gonna. Come do. on, let me just have a little fun here. They're ten okay. points out. Uh, not quite midway of the season. If okay. St. Louis can go in their next ten. If they can go at least seven, two, and one, they're going to push someone for a playoff spot. They're going to push into a playoff spot. and They're going to get it. How do you like, how do you like that yeah. bold prediction? That's a that's is that bold? Is okay. that overly bold? Do you, do you want to put in a a, a, a water bet? What is, so okay, a bet. Do you want to put in a, a small addendum on that, saying that if Armstrong doesn't sell the team at the dead at the trade deadline? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that yeah. could totally destroy your pl- your plan. Yeah, like, I think it, he yeah, wants if too he... much for his players, though. Or else, the, or else we'd already have seen two or three sold. You know what I mean? I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I was giving our our mutual friend a, a I was giving him some shit. I was saying uh, Tarasenko for Panarin. Hmm. I don't. I, it, that's not going to happen. But I'd love to see it though. Oh, that'd be. They great. wouldn't Panarin. do it. Yeah. That. Panarin's talking shit like how he wants to go to a winning culture and everything, and then he gets <laughs> treated fucking St. Louis. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, they wouldn't they though, because be what are they going to do with Atkinson at that point? Who's yeah. been fucking oh, no, fire? Um, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Tarasenko's. I mean, okay. Yeah. So here, I'll, 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 we'll redo this. Okay. 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 If St. Louis gets rid of. Just two. Just two. Either a top two defenseman, so obviously Petriangelo, mm. or they get rid of a top six two so top six forward. Mm-hmm. Then bets off. But if they hold if he holds and doesn't get rid of anybody of, of true value, mm-hmm. more than two guys, they're gonna make it. They're gonna push. They got Our too much talent friend... up front. Our mutual friend would be very happy that you said that. Well. That are that are very angry because you just jinxed them. I hope I just jinxed them. Like you like you just put too much pressure on like Jake Allen listens to this podcast and he heard that and he's now fired he's gonna up. go. That or he's got too much pressure and he needs to go back home. <laughs> well, Jake, um <laughs> You're fucked, dude. I know how Jake Allen works. He's not gonna come around. He. He just won one fucking game. He still had in three goals. I mean, <laughs> like, let's be real here. He's going to have to go home for the holidays and stay for like three weeks because that's what he does. God damn it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pay for that one. So what's the bet, though? Oh, boy. I like that's beer. The beer, the beer is good. All right. Um, the bet is so I'll, I'll take that bet. I'll say I'll send you I'll send you a case of beer 
uh, six pack of beer from a local brewery in my podunk neck of the woods. And if you lose, you got to send me one from yours. Okay, I like that. Let me add something to it. Okay. You got to, I don't know if they even make this. We'll have to Google it. Maybe I need to Google it now. Uh Uh-huh. Does Keystone Ice make anything more than like a 12-ounce can? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Keystone Ice. Might as well just walk over to your fucking faucet right now and turn on the water. (laughs) Just go over to the quick little, get the toilet. Look at this one. Yeah, they got big ones. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they got 16-ounce calories. Why is that the fucking uh, get you get you ten gallons of Keystone sh- Ice? Who cares about calories at this point? I can get you a ten gallon fucking drum of that shit for two bucks, dude. There's <laughs> shake on that shit because I'll take it. Hundred and fifty right, calories, dude. That's what you'd be downing with one of them suckers. Okay, so a sixteen ounce Keystone Ice. Oh no, they only make twelve oh. ounces. This is Bud Ice. Bud Ice. Bud Ice. <laughs> That's not a thing. Um, that sounds terrible. Twelve ounce Keystone Ice has to be chugged on air as well. So I'll send you a, a six pack of stinky old Arizona beer. Okay. If I lose, and I'll and I'll chug a Keystone Ice. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Deal. Deal. Bet. Bet made. Bet made. All right. Bet. Bet men. Bet, bet men made. Next year, because we're gonna be able to bet on that shit soon. So, and then and then when one of us loses, we can we can go on a strike and just (laughs) not play because we disagree with the contract. It was rigged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, let's see what else we got um, here on the docket. We're getting close on time, huh? Yep, yep. Um, it's probably a good idea. Uh, Oh, let's uh, let's talk about your duckies real quick in their trade. Ooh, okay. Go for it. It's, let's, uh, Mr. Strom coming over. Ah, uh, you were so close. Strom? No. Oh, that's not Strom from the fuck Schwartz. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so close Cros- yet so far. Crosby. It rhymes with dong. Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Crosby, Kessel. No, but it was it was from the Pens. You're getting so close. Oh, oh Daniel fuck. Sprong. Oh. Daniel Sprong. That's Daniel Sprong. All right. Traded him for Pedersen. Uh, Marcus. That's right, Pedersen. the defenseman for the Penguins. Uh, yeah, well, now yeah. he's with the Penguins. Couple. I mean, we'll see. Sprong was supposed to be a big dude for the Penguins, and uh, Sullivan just didn't like him. I know about Sprung a little bit. I don't know much about the D-man that you traded. Mm, kid's good. He's a string bean. Um, yeah. He just, he provides, he's 2AD. So, I mean, he provides okay. some good defense, which the Penguins obviously are letting in a million goals a game or something. And then, uh, yeah, he's got a little Chris bit of offense to him. He's got a little bit. Yeah. Oh, shit. They creeped into fucking third in the Metro, huh? Good That's on Penguins are playing some decent hockey, though Crosby and Malkin have been very quiet. Uh, hmm. Their success has been because of depth, like Gunsel yeah. and uh, Kessel, Kessel's been stepping up. Um, but 
they've been getting it done with depth. Uh, Crosby's been, Crosby and Malkin have been pretty quiet lately. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's concerning, but I don't know. I, you know, Crosby's at the point where he's got nothing to prove anymore. He's got fucking Stanley Cups. He's got three of them. He doesn't need to fight. It's, it's kind of like the, I used to refer to it as the Cannon Taze problem where, you know, Chicago's playing bad this year. What are you going to give? What are you going to start saying that Kane and Taze are bad hockey players? Yeah. Like they, they have three fucking Stanley Cups in five years. Like they have nothing to prove at this point. Are, is Chicago trading either of those guys at the deadline? Uh, no, not, not them. Okay. Not them. I would, I'd, I'd make a small bet on that. I just don't, I think, I think Bowman's trying to keep his job. There's too much notoriety between the two. They're the core of the team. Uh, yes, I know they're getting paid a lot. They take up a lot of cap space, but they are not the dead weight on that team. The dead weight on that team is the defense. Uh, not no disrespect to Keith or Seabrook. You know that, that when they were on their game back in the day, they were on their game. But Seabrook is playing probably the worst hockey of his career at the moment. Uh, he's just kind of going through the motions and Keith is not the offensive juggernaut that he used to be. He's kind of moved to a defensive defenseman role. He's older. And yeah, yeah, and that's understandable, but he's not worth the money that he's getting paid. And it's, you know, again, it's nothing against them. They're great hockey players, but you know, when they were winning cups, they were great. But you know, as you get older, your role changes. Um, and every player learns that fuck Ovechkin learned that, you know, when he was younger, he, would just score goals at will. He was a solid offensive player and then learned that you're not going to win Stanley Cups that way. You've got to actually play some defense. So then he became kind of, he worked on his two-way game a bit more and he started playing defense a bit and fuck, there you go. Now he has two hat tricks in less than two weeks. God, he's playing. He is, he's fucking that dude is playing right now. unreal. He is, he is killing it for me in fantasy. Yeah. Well, and uh, Tom Wilson's back, so now he doesn't have to worry about jack shit. No, he's got fucking him walk, watching over his back. Yeah. Um, yeah, as we get closer to the new, I'm surprised that the rumor mill is kicking up right now. Uh, usually it doesn't start up until after the new year, closer to the deadline, but it's all, it, the rumor mill for trades is already starting to kick up. Like, obviously with the Blues because they're playing bad, but um, I sent it to you today, or was it yesterday, that... Uh, you know, the Red Wings are shopping Jimmy Howard. Yep. Uh, Milan Lukic is looking for a trade out of Edmonton. Or or, or Edmonton's trying to get rid of Milan yeah, Lukic. Who knows? I, I'd get rid they of should, him. They should, they should trade Milan Lukic to fucking a retirement home. <sighs> he just beats up all the old people. He <laughs> <laughs> just walks in and just fucking <laughs> takes his stick and nails him in the nads. God. Um... Yeah, I I like it though. I think we'll see more trades. Like if people are going to put that out now, I think we'll see yep. more trades than we will if they're like at the you know two days before the deadline. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, all these guys are available. Then it's, like it's the you can't even take a shit without like you know talking to this the wrong year, team. So yeah, yeah, we mentioned it earlier. This is this year is the perfect storm for a trade. Last year, not so much. It there's no good trades when. Teams think that they're doing okay, yeah. or if they're around the bubble. Um, if there's enough of those teams, but right now, there's a gap. There's, there is about, correct me if I'm wrong, you can tell me what you think, but there's a roughly about 10 to 12 teams right now that think they have at least a shot at winning the cup. Yeah. 
like in their within their organization, roughly. There's about 10 to 12 teams right now that think they can win the cup. So probably the top three teams in the divisions. Uh, uh, maybe, you know what, just be pessimistic. I'll lower it down. Probably like maybe seven to eight. There's seven to eight teams that right now that think that they could genuinely make a shot at the cup. And then below that, there's probably another 10 teams that think that they could at least make a push for the playoffs. Now, the remainder knows they're not making the fucking playoffs. Yeah. So you've got this you've got the situation of there are teams that absolutely know they could make a push for the cup and there are teams that absolutely know that they're not going to make the playoffs. And because of that, you're going to have uh set buyers and sellers at this trade deadline. Yeah, I I mean, so the top 6 for the East is set for me. I mean, I don't know if Buffalo could technically go all the way, but that's of those top six, that's a team that I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe they have a shot, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and But then you got Boston right on the outside. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think everyone that's in a playoff spot, especially in the East, in the East, that's who's going right now. Yep. I just, I you yep. know, unless someone makes a hell of a run, East is set for the most part in my mind. Uh, West is a little bit dicier because, I mean, you do have Minnesota and Dallas think they should be in it, and tomorrow they could turn it on and they could be in it. Um, But the West is looking pretty fucking good right now. I mean, Winnipeg, Nashville, Colorado, Calgary, San Jose, Edmonton, Anaheim, Vegas. It's just because of that Pacific Division. That Pacific Division is a rotating door at the moment. Well, but it's not Calgary was leading it for a while. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, so it was for... Last month, it was all about Buffalo. Like, everybody's saying, why, is, why doesn't anybody think Buffalo is the real thing? Well, Buffalo is, after their 10-game winning streak, they're, I think, like 1-3 uh, or 1-4 or something. They're not doing great. Um, and then, after everybody jumped off of the excitement from that, they're talking about Calgary. They're like, oh, why isn't everybody talking about Calgary being the real thing? Well, Calgary had a good stretch, but it's nobody says that because Calgary has a history of doing this kind of shit. Yeah. They'll go on tears, and then they just will peter out. Like, they can't keep it going. Yeah, I mean... Whereas... I don't know. I think Calgary Calgary's the real deal this year. Think so? Yeah, I think, I think they're that good. I think what they didn't have last year, when everyone thought that they were going to make a good push for the for the Cup, you know, they, they have some good forwards and stuff like that, but um, they didn't have anyone behind Smith who they were like, okay, this you know, this guy could actually carry us a little bit. Um, now they do, you know, and so all the, you know, that takes all the pressure off of them. Their top four are pretty decent. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'll buy in with Calgary. Do I think they're going to finish top of the Pacific? No, San Jose is going to figure their shit out. Uh, Edmonton squeaked in there. They're, they're looking pretty good right now. They're looking Hitchcock, man. Yeah. Eight, one and one in their last 10. Jesus. Crazy. Fucking Hitchcock. And I, Koskinen. I mean, I where did Cam Cam Talbot came from? Is Cam Talbot uh, Rangers? Sounds about right. I don't remember. But anyways, I mean, he's not even playing. I mean, is he is he in the AHL? <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. No, he's backing up Koskinen every night. That guy disappeared a while That's ago. Crazy. So, you know. Well, that's the thing is I think I think McClellan was hesitant to play Koskinen and 
Hitchcock kind of came in right at the right time and was like, dude, this kid is fucking killing it compared to Cam Talbot, yep. who's picking his ass or whatever. Um, right. You know, but I think Minnesota and Dallas could get real about it. But the West is starting to shape up a little bit too, which you're right, creates that perfect storm where, you know, from Vancouver down, that's five teams that are ready to sell. Vancouver won't, you Arizona won't set, sell, but, you know, you've got yeah, you've three got teams. you got set buyers the, and sellers. You're right, exactly. So, I mean, you got three big sellers at the bottom of, of the West. Um, you've got, you know, I, I if I'm Philly, I'm even thinking about selling. Detroit's kind of in the middle. I'm thinking about selling. Um, Rangers are probably, they're close, but, I mean, they they got to be thinking about selling again. And um, Carolina needs a fucking goalie. I don't know what. I don't know what they're gonna do. Scott Darling gets sent to fucking waivers. That is that is the ultimate sign of defeat for them. Like they, I I, I admire their push, like their gamble on Scott Darling to be a starting goaltender. But God, after I mean, I don't know how they gave him a full season. Yeah, because that guy is terrible. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, that's gonna ruin our podcast. But I just kicked the shit out of my desk. Ow. Um, yeah, Scott Darling, I, I wonder if he's okay, you know, like, see, that's like, I don't think he's hurt or anything. He's just just, fucking, I'm talking like mental state. Like, is, is he okay? Like, what's he doing for Christmas? Like, (laughs) I need to send him a card or something. Send him my Christmas card with me, my girlfriend and my bulldog. (laughs) Uh, Get well soon. Get well soon. (laughs) He's sends me one back i'm not hurt <laughs> <laughs> talking about your soul um, that'd be creepy get, he'd, he'd definitely get well <laughs> get well soon love raleigh carolina oh, oh. figure your shit out sincerely <laughs> the hurricanes organization have fun have fun in the ahl signed hurricane what are they the uh Charlotte Checkers, is that what they're? <laughs> That's right, they are. And I do. I, you know what? I don't mind that. And you know what? I uh, fucking Mister Hockey Night in Canada was giving them shit about their whole like after the after a win they go body check the boards. Mm. Oh, I think that's fine. Fucking Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's he's like a fucking. He's all classic. I get it. Like you're not even supposed to fo- uh, smile in hockey photos. I get it. I understand. And I don't even necessarily disagree with him. I just look. You're if you're playing hockey in Carolina, you need everything that you can do to get the fans into that place. Because you're not playing. You're playing decent hockey. You're playing 500. Like you show. You buy tickets to a Hurricanes game. You show up. There's probably a 50-50 chance the team's gonna win. Okay. <laughs> it's technically it's not, every single team. Technically, yeah. if well, you're no, playing okay, another yes, team. Technically. There's a good chance okay, that no, that what team's I, going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. What I mean... That one of these teams is going to win. What I mean... <laughs> I know what you God mean. Damn God damn it. They're, they're not good enough to think of themselves as the favorites walking in. Like, every game that they play, it's like, well, they could totally fuck up, or they could lead... Or ter- uh, TV Teravining can actually fucking play this game. Uh-huh. You know, it's it, it's definitely it's a coin toss. Whereas, like, you walk into a tent, you walk into a Toronto home game. You know, you're feeling pretty confident. You're like, all right, we've probably got this one. Yeah, no, I agree. Or you're what? You know, whereas Carolina, it's a crapshoot. You're walking in, going, well, 
you know, I'm going to drink some beer. If the Canes win, awesome. If they don't, well, whatever. So, I mean, I drink, it, I drink beer wins and losses. So, I <laughs> Fair mean, enough. Yeah. No, Fair I, enough. I get what you mean. Give them, give them something yeah. to do. I, they need, they need something that's going to bring, that get the fans excited, bring people in. Like the, the greatest marketing move in hockey, in my opinion, this year is fucking gritty from the Philadelphia oh. Flyers because no, because nobody's going to those fucking games to watch them win. Dude. Gritty. I mean, I've been I've been watching the uh, mascot power rankings for the last couple yeah. weeks, and the dude is <laughs> killing it right now. He's he's really leading have, in the. Have uh, you uh, have you seen the dude from? I think it's Utica, the guy that looks like Cornelius from, like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Have you seen this fucking guy? What the hell's oh, his I name? And his name's like. Either. His name's like Sam uh-uh. Slapshot or something. It's like a total hockey name. And he scored okay. his first goal in the AHL. Have you seen this dude? Anyways, he dressed uh-uh. up as Gritty. I mean, everybody's dressing up as Gritty. I might as well dress up as Gritty. The guy's a well. freaking hero. Did he fight for this country? I'm because I'm pretty sure he is the biggest hero anybody Gritty ever definitely seen. looks like a Vietnam vet. He's just losing it, kind of. He's just, he's, <laughs> he's just fucking, not all there. just fucking shell shocked. He's just like I've seen, <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen too shit. much. I've seen some <laughs> shit, dude. Agent Orange, right? Isn't that a? Uh, oh, there you See? go. All right. I'm onto it now. All right, Phil, uh, Flyers organization, Flyers PR. Uh, if you want, if you want that Agent Orange uh, idea, just contact Dusty Vendor Podcast. Are we patenting? Patenting that Pat- shit. Patenting the agent. That is that is Gritty's origin story. He's a he's a disgruntled Vietnam vet. He served with Rambo. Dude, he was better than Rambo. He carried oh. Rambo across the battlefield. <laughs> Dude, Gritty. No, that, that's a prequel. That's a prequel to Rambo One. Rambo Gritty, where where Gritty saves Rambo and then Rambo comes back in the, to Washington and then he <laughs> booby traps people for Rambo One. Gritty for president. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I come on. We already got one orange. You know, we'll put another orange. We'll put it right next to him. For taken four, <laughs> Liam Neeson himself gets kidnapped, and Gritty has to go save him. <laughs> oh, I'd watch it. I oh, I'd so watch that. <laughs> uh, Gritty's a he's my hero. He's the fucking he's man. Unreal. Like I'm, I'm still not a Flyers fan, but. I'm becoming more of one now that Gritty is here. Well, oh yeah, I mean that's that's making them. But yeah, like, God, there. I, I think somebody in our uh, great seamless transition. Uh, somebody in our fantasy hockey league dropped Wayne Simmons. Yeah. What do you th- What do you think about that? Um, let me see. I was just looking. I just added somebody that we were just talking about because he finally decided to figure it out. Um. Yeah, Philly. I don't think I think he's playing like third line minutes right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's got 14 points in 29 games. Would I keep him? No. Yeah, it's not. No. I mean, is that a reflection on Wayne Simmons being a bad hockey player, or is that a reflection on Philadelphia playing shitty hockey? Um, Philly doesn't have a goalie, and <laughs> like we talked about on the last one, they got right, they got rid of the wrong person. 
where they come sh- to a Flyers game and see which you could take bets on which goalie we have starting tonight. Maybe their biggest mistake they've made is not putting Gritty in the lineup. They should like maybe fucking, put Gritty between this, the pipes. At this point, they should let Gritty at least have a tryout for goalie because. They are going through. I think they're on their like fourth or fifth goalie at this point. They've had Nervrith in. They've had um, okay. So See if you can Norvrith. get them all. You got this. So, so Norvrith, Stolarz, uh, what, what's his name? Lion or it starts with an L. I don't He's know like how to say that one. It's got to be Lion though. It's something like that. But I ain't um, and then there's Calvin Pickard, and then who's their main? Fuck, there's probably. There's probably one more that I'm missing. You honestly. are. You're missing one. He's like the main. Mason? No. No. He's like the main guy. He came over from St. Louis. Oh, Brian Elliott. Mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Elliott. So oh, I don't know if he started. So maybe I should retract that statement. Well, yeah, but I think yeah, he's still oh, with the he I think he's just. Yeah, I think he's, he's just, just hurt. hurt. Yeah. So they've had five goalies start this year. I mean, if you don't think that you have a goaltender problem well okay granted they did fire everybody in the front office so maybe they're maybe they did know that they have a goalie problem yeah but that's the they should have fired the coach because they have good forwards and their decor is pretty good you gotta win games with that i mean it's they're not the first team that's had shitty goaltending and a you know pretty damn good top six and a pretty decent top four and been losing games and let's be real it's not the fucking gm that is the chicago, dumbest thing ever chicago and philly did the exact opposite of exactly. what they should have done yep i agree chicago should have gotten rid of fucking bowman and because the mistakes in chicago are not roster it's it's the it, same in detroit like i'm not i've never lots of detroit fans are saying that they should fire blashell it's not fucking blashell right ken holland has got fucking people on he's got johan franzen henrik zetterberg nicholas cronwall these guys are all on fucking hefty contracts fuck we're paying justin ablocator a third line fucking grinder five million six million a year yeah, that's bad it's terrible so i mean going back to the other teams you've got chicago it's not bad, you know, Quinville was doing good with what he had because nine-tenths of his team was fucking AHL players, it seemed like. Uh-huh. They were doing okay for that, but it's your fault when you've got these guys, you know, Duncan Keith, Brendan Seabrook, uh, you've got all these young guys that are on hefty fucking contracts that you just can't shed. Yes, I know that Kays and Tane have matching monster contracts i get that i understand that's i think that edmonton needed to push these last couple of years because mcdavid's is the same way that guy's getting paid a lot of fucking money and then you got dry yep. saddle on top of it so yep. yeah you're you're yep yeah, i agree with you 110 percent. they should so, but yeah they so should have jumping fired up two to, different guys jump- should have fired Bowman in in Chicago and in Philly. They should have fired uh, what is it Hextall? Hack. So one of them's Hack. So the coach is Hackstall. Okay. And the guy they fired was Ron Hextall. Gotcha. So Hack. They should have fired Hackstall, yep. not Hextall. Yep, I agree. And they're. So, I think I, they agree now. Yeah, you know? I think they agree too now too. And I think I think that's not a. It's not a bad squad they've got. Like front end and back end. No. Like it's not bad. No, I mean you got uh, Gossipir, Provorov over there. Sandheim's actually playing pretty good, and then Konecki's got a bright future. Yeah, but then you got Couturier, Giroux, Borch. I mean yeah. they're a little aged, but not that much. 
much. Like, not enough to be, let's see, their last 10 or fucking 3-5-2. and two. No, they're not old you, enough to be 3-5-2 and two and at the bottom of the East. You could still build a team around those guys. Right, and, you know, Nolan Patrick's not lighting it up, but, I mean, he's a he's a solid second-line center. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, they fired the wrong guy there, the wrong guy in Chicago. Um, I just picked up Tubo Teravainen because... You know, you can't talk about him and let him get fucking four points in the last two games, and you know Radix Bonk's going to pick him up, so. Radix Bonk, well, Radix Bonk needs to uh, reformulate because they, they <sighs> lost to Swayze Express last week. I'm so. licking my wounds after that one, dude. That was that was a rough loss. Uh, it's I'm not going to say that I had my greatest week ever, but I, but I will say you had one of your worst weeks. That- I haven't looked back at it, but if I had to put money on it, that was my worst week. But besides the first week where we had okay, like I don't think a three it was your worst week. So I put up 194.8 and you put up 165.8. Yuck. Yeah, it's not that's not great. Like I'm yeah. currently in my in my league with with 3 days to go, 2 days to go, I'm at 158 right now. Yeah. Well, so I'm so. I'm playing short again. I had a big day today, but Man, I've lost some tendies. I don't even know what to do anymore. I've lost some D. Yeah, I'm the infirmary right now. I'm hurting a little bit, but you know, I ain't scared. Well, you know what it was? No. I started I started, I started talking shit about how good my teams were, and then they fucking both of them I think shit the bed last week, so That's how it fucking goes. Yeah. But um, let's do what we do every week because I have had just one too many beers that there's a good chance I'll have to change my britches here in a little bit if we keep talking for much longer. Seriously, I need to piss up. Um, so let's do something real quick what we do and then let's sign off. Let's, let's look at some free agents real quick. Okay. Give me, give me your top guys right now. Give me, give me your guy that you're, you're eyeballing. I mean, t- you could just use Tara because you did pick him I up. I did but... just pick him up, Tara Vinen. I'll skip that one because okay. I need something a little, a little more. So I've been, I've been running this a little bit, but God, we're a little shallow on tendies. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe giving tendy idea advice is a good idea. Yeah, tendies. I was, you know, I was watching uh, Copley there for a little bit, but fucking hold these back so that's you know that's not a thing um i wanted aiden hill but someone picked him up fucking months ago i don't i don't remember who has him but that's weird um you know and then i, I mean i even had ryan miller who went on ir last week and that's why i lost probably but that's what i'm gonna blame it on at least um i think for me the goalie so i did pick one up last week that i was hoping would kind of figure his shit out a little bit Mrazic, but he he proceeded to shit the pool um linus olmark so linus olmark's probably the goalie i'm watching the most in our league right now just because the team is good he's played pretty damn good um He's been a little shaky lately. He's let in three, four, six, and three in his last four. But, you know, it, all it's going to take is one goalie, one of these starters to kind of decide that they forgot how to save a puck. And, you know, a guy like Linus Olmark is going to jump right in there, and, and he's the kid's good. You know, the kid is pretty damn good. Oh, shit, you know who played tonight? Scott fucking Darling, dude. 
Yeah, he did, and he lost. He had five goals against on 29 shots with a .828. <laughs> so you know what? I was actually following that game. He, with the, I think Carolina was actually had the lead. They were up like oh, three or four to one, and then they lost in overtime. Oh, Jesus. I mean, okay, but that goes back to Ovi getting a fucking hat trick, which who has fucking Ovi? That would be me. Yeah, that's why you got 190 or whatever. I am in. I am in a fucking dogfight right now. Okay, I'm playing Pekka heads at the moment. Listen, listen to listen to how I fared tonight. I got William Carlson with two goals. I've got Jonathan Marchessault with two assists. I've got Ovi with a hat trick. Uh, Kyle Connor shit the bed. He's got nothing. Uh, Mark Stone with a goal. Chasen with a goal, and then Charlie McAvoy with an assist. That's seven goals and three assists for a total of forty points. And then I've got Casey DeSmith with a win. That put up 10.6 points. I'm still losing mm-hmm. 158 to 162. Yeah, that's the... Oh, Team Wiseball. How is Team Wiseball's 3-7 at 192? Holy dickens. Holy jumping. He, just, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, cle- he just cleaved everybody one day, just killed everybody that was God bad on his team. damn, his bingo numbers are coming through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your who's your ad? Hurry up, cause it's it's leaking, All right. dude. All right, um, I just picked him up. He's still at one point nine. Um, and I'll go with two actually, real quick. So I'll jump between uh, Alex Chasen. I think that's how they say his name. I don't know. All right. That's a weird one. Chasen uh, is skating on a line with Connor McDavid right now. Ooh. Pretty much, uh, if anybody, if you could, if if fantasy hockey put an orange street cone on here, took a photo of him and put a profile on and said he was skating with. McDavid, I would probably pick him up. Yeah, Coney, um, gritty. Yeah, you could gritty. Yeah, if gritty was skating, anybody. Yeah. So right now, uh, Chasen, he's owned in one point nine percent of leagues, very low. Um, but he has one, two, three goals and two assists in his last five games. Um, Obviously, skating. He's skating nineteen to twenty minutes because he's on that first line with McDavid. And he's also on the power play with McDavid. He's a grinder. Um, he is. It, oh, oh yeah. With once he le- so here's a disclaimer. If this guy leaves McDavid's line, the second drop he him does, drop him. The second he does drop him, he's not going to do anything. This guy's never done anything before. He's been on McDavid's line, but every once in a while you need that grinder that will go dig in the boards for that superstar you know yep. crosby's got the same thing over in pittsburgh it's uh, you know wilson wilson to uh ovechkin yep. like this is a common thing this guy's getting it done and as long as he keeps passing the puck to mcdavid or vice versa hitchcock's gonna keep him on that fucking line so um that's a good one the other one coming fresh off of the suspension that we talked earlier was um uh mr hyman Hyman, mr hyman uh he'll be inserted back onto the second line with austin matthews in toronto uh or or will he be on the first line with no he'll be on the first line i think with taveras yeah because i think he'll be on the first captain is the guy that's with with uh matthews right now huh What's up with Nylander being on the third line with Marlowe? I mean, if you sit out that long in Sweden and get fat on cheeseburgers, <laughs> there's a good chance you're sitting on the third or fourth when you come back. It's just the way it works. That's good. Is that what they eat? Dude, with Kadri, though? Come on. Isn't Kadri in? Or is he? Yeah, Kadri's in. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not a bad point. So, um, Hyman, Hyman's going to be skating on that first line with Johnny T. 
uh, he is, again, just like in the same position with Jason, he's that grinder yeah, that just is body. there to dig dig pucks out, defend, and pass the puck. But he's not having as much success as as uh, Jason is having, but he's also doing well. Um, one last, uh, I'll, just a quick one. Uh, I know I'm, I'm going way over. Come on. on my, on my, I know, last one, because I just picked him up. Uh, owned in 2.9% of leagues, uh, Andreas Johnson. Uh, he is that. He's he's essentially that homegrown talent rookie that uh, is playing with Austin Matthews on that second line. He has been playing well as of late. He had five. Uh, I think I think ten points in the last five games or something. When it I comes think that's who it. I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, Johnson. He's playing a great fucking hockey game. I just picked him up. Uh, he is he has goose egg the last two games, so maybe he's due for uh, uh, decline. Uh, that's why I kind of mentioned him last, but uh, there is possibility there. Like I said, if if you've got a player that is lining up alongside a star player like Matthews or Tavares or McDavid, um, doesn't matter what their fucking name is. Uh, there's a reason why the coach put them there, and they're going to be either passing the puck or getting the puck from that superstar. Okay, last thing. Simmons or Johnson? Fuck. Um... I'm going to go with Johnson just because Toronto's playing better hockey. Okay. Check out the Facebook Simmons is, page. It, Simmons is a fantastic hockey player, and I think if Florida – if Florida – or sorry, if Philadelphia starts turning it around, Simmons is definitely worth a look. But at the moment, Philly is still very much – I mean, their front office is in shambles. They're still trying to figure out their direction. Um, Simmons is rumored to be on the trade block. Mm. I just feel like that he is – Philly is a very, other than gritty, Philly is a very uh, rocky place at the moment. Nobody knows their position. Nobody knows what direction they're going. And because of that, I feel like Simmons is just not, he's not going to play his best hockey. Until he gets traded somewhere and decides he wants to play. If and when he gets, if and when, do you think, do you think uh, the Flyers are a a dealer at the trade deadline? I think they have players they can deal. I don't think they're going to deal their whole roster. But they got players they think can Simmons, move. You think Simmons is one? Yep, Simmons is one. For sure. They've been yeah. looking to get rid. They didn't want him this year. So Fair enough. Um, but check out the Facebook page. Yeah. That's all I got. What you got? I think that's it. Yep. Please, please like, share the Facebook page. Um, share our posts. Uh, please leave reviews, comments. We all love that stuff. Uh, you know, five-star reviews. Uh, we, if you want to, you know, if you hate us, please just don't. We don't even give a shit. Just don't, unfollow. don't say anything. Yeah, just unfollow. That Damn that'll it. be that'll be that'll be it. Don't leave negative reviews. We'll just fucking delete them. Um, <laughs> Way to be one with the people. Oh, hello. right. Right. So, uh, um, yeah. Uh, leave us reviews, comments, uh, reactions on Facebook. That's all good. Share our Facebook. Invite friends. We absolutely love it. Um, we're on Spotify again. We're working on iTunes. Uh, we'll be we'll be on everything, and then uh, also keep an eye out for apparel uh, that's coming down the pike here. We'll have some concepts drawn up probably probably by the new year, and then uh, we'll be selling we'll be having that uh, sometime after that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Wells, got anything else? Goodbye. Mm, goodbye.